Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Exits and Nose podcast. I am your host, Brady Wilson, and today we'll be discussing NFL free agency. Um, I'm probably about to just jump right into it because I'm doing all 32 teams and what they've done so far as of 3.15 Saturday afternoon. Disclaimers. One, I've already had to re-record this. Three, it's my third attempt now because my dogs keep barking about halfway through. So, we're going to hopefully we have no incidents. Secondly, um, if I miss a player because... He's not, this is NFL.com, and some of these players, by the way, I'll be seeing for the first time, I'm like, whoa, he's signed, interesting, because, I mean, I try and check internet reports and Adam Schefter's Twitter very often, but it's very difficult, but some, you know, I mean, you, you miss guys, guys slip, slip through those little cracks there sometimes, um, so, I, I just completely lost my train of thought there. Here we go. We're going to go from Bills to whoever's last. Um, and yes, I know two players just signed this morning. We'll get to them when we get to their teams because one of them I'm very happy about. The Bills. I'm going to be going just the positions and quick, quick thoughts but for each player. Quick quick team overview. Move on. Uh, quarterback Richard Trubisky went to the Bills. Solid backup. You know, if Allen, God forbid, gets hurt, then you have someone who is at least an, an average quarterback. And really, when, if you're backup, it should be an average quarterback. Uh, running back Taiwan Jones, depth. Wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders actually gives you a pretty solid option next to Diggs and, and slots receiver Cole Beasley. Tight end Jacob Hollister. I really like Jacob Hollister. I think he's a pretty good tight end. Um, and he gives you something next to Dawson Knox. He's a, he's a solid number two. Um, tackle Darrell Williams. It's a good contract for him. Um, keep him as your right tackle. Because I believe he was on their team last year. Don't fight me if he wasn't. Um, yes, he was. I'm, I'm having some... You know, you know, you have brain cramps sometimes. I mean, it's... Wait, no. Wait. Time out. Wasn't he on the... I'm having a brain fart. Well, see, that's why I thought, because I, I knew I knew he was on the Panthers at one point in his career, knew he was drafted by them, but I, 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 okay, I guess he was on the Panthers and he went there. I don't know. Um, don't, whatever, they got Darrell Williams. You know, we're, we're, I'm just going to say signed. I, I think that's a better way of putting it. I think it actually does say re-signed. Yeah, it does say, okay, so he was a free agent. Cool. That's a, that's a good deal for him. Uh, guard John Feliciano. I like the three-year contract for him. Linebacker Matt Milano, you keep one of your pieces um, that helped that, that was that was a big driving factor of your defense last year. Cornerback Levi Wallace, who kind of broke out to be a pretty solid corner uh, for the Bills last year, and so I like that signing from Buffalo. And of course, the last guy was punter Matt Hack. Um, punters are people too. I am part of the movement. I think that being a punter is a very valuable thing. Because you, you can pin an offense back, you know, and I, I think it's very important to have a good punter. So the Bills, I think, there will, will be the eventual champions. I'm going to be like a like quick, quick early prediction. Um, they hold, hold on, let me get to this. All right, so I'll also be going over the draft capital for each team. This is according to, according, excuse me, according to Spotrack. Um, 
They have pick number, they have a round one, pick number 30, round two, pick 61, and pick 93, 161, 174, 213, and 236. 161 and 236 are from Las Vegas and Carolina in that order. So they have uh, a first rounder, second rounder, third, a f- two fifths, a sixth, and a seventh. So and I, I can't tell the either all. I don't know. If, I can't tell if that's a comp pick or not. So if it is a comp pick, don't get mad. I'm actually checking to see if they if they if they have it listed as comp or not. They do, and so no comp picks for the Buffalo Bills. Apparently, well, I mean, I guess they signed some free agents last year. I'm not 100 percent certain. Um, so like no comp pick for Buffalo. So I think they're going to be the champions of their division. I think they can actually go to the Super Bowl next year. So they, they just run it back with them. Uh, the Dolphins have they signed Jacoby Brissett, solid backup. Running back Malcolm Brown, nice backup. Tackle Adam Pankey, re-signed with them. I guess you could say nice backup. You know, um, no, nothing too wow. You know that n- not anything. By the way, if you hear the click of my mouse. It's because while I'm talking, I'm getting others, like, I'm getting the information for the teams. So just kind of ignore the click of the mouse. I know it's going to be kind of difficult, because I'm sure it's annoying, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do it when I'm talking, so you just hear my voice. Um, Alright. Miami signed a lot of free agents last year, so they're not going to have any comp picks. Uh, tackle Isaiah Wilson, they traded for from the Titans. But, um... Wilson was just cut because of I'm think I think it was because he didn't show up for workouts or a meeting or something. So his mind's not on football. You know, watch Jerry Jones probably pick him up because well, why not? Uh, why should Will Fuller? It gives Tua Tungavailoa another a good weapon. He should be their number one receiver when healthy. When healthy, that's the key word in the sentence for Will Fuller. Senator Matt Skira, nice deal. Defensive tackle Adam Butler. I like it. It bolsters your defense. Um, but I say th- I, I say words like bolster and stuff like that a lot. I'm trying to get used to saying a lot more adjectives, but, you know, so I, I need to get more creative. Uh, they traded for linebacker Bernardrick McKinney. I like this trade. It gives you a great number two linebacker right next to uh, Jerome Baker. Uh, you, you did give up Shaq Lawson in the deal and a six-round pick, but you also got a seventh-round pick in return. So, you know, a pretty solid deal for both sides. Uh, cornerback Justin Coleman signed, and punter Matt Parlady or Pilardi. I I do I did every time. Um, and the Dolphins draft capital consists of two ones at picks three and eighteen, two seconds, a third, a fourth, and a two sevenths. One of the seventh is from Houston, the other is from Kansas City, and the second round pick is from one of the second round picks is from Houston, along with one of the first round picks. A lot of picks from Houston. Um. And I'll say the overalls. 3, 18, 36, 50, 81, 123, 231, 258. Um, you know what? Actually, starting with my next team, I'm just going to list the pick and then... So two first-rounders and two second-rounders. I mean, that's, you know, four picks in the top 50. That's... Th- these past three years have been a three-year rebuild, and that sh- this should propel them. They're the greatest challenger. I know, the, I know what the Patriots have done, but I think they're the greatest challenger right now to Buffalo. I think Patriots are third. So I think at worst they're finishing third. Um, depends on how good uh, New England in, ends up being. But I love Brian Flores. I think that their team is built to win. Um, I could see them going interior offensive linemen. I could see them going with another receiver in the draft. Um, even though I love Preston Williams, 
Um, shout out, shout out to Bangle YouTuber for pointing out Preston Williams because um, he's actually a really good receiver. Um, all right, now to New England. The aforementioned New England Patriots. Uh, Cam Newton resigned. I hate this deal. I hate it for the Patriots. Get a different quarterback. When they when they go nine and seven this year and miss the playoffs, point every finger at Cam Newton. You hear it right here on this podcast. He is not the quarterback that you that you should be having. This team is deserving of a of a better quarterback. I'd rather have Kyle Trask. I'd rather have Matt Jones than Cam Newton right now. Um, wide receiver Nelson Aguilar, way overpaid, but a pretty solid receiver. Proved to be a good receiver in Las Vegas. Um, as the Cowboy fan in me is loving it that the Eagles couldn't get that kind of production out of him. So, ha, 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 ha. But he cashed in with New England. Nice deal. And watch your Kendrick Bourne. I'm never going to let any of my Patriot friends remember uh, forget the fact that you traded that you um, drafted uh, Nikhil Harry over DK Metcalf. Um, you're never leaving that down, by the way. It's just it's not going to happen. I'm not going to let you live that one down. So I think this is Bill trying to remedy that situation because let's just let let's. Let's face the facts for a second. New England, Nikhil Harry has talent and I think could still develop, but he's never going to be more than just a good number two. That's his, that's his floor. That's his ceiling, I think. Their O-line is still really, really good. Um, they have a great running back duo. They have a great running back in Sonny Michelle. I forgot James White left. Their defense improved thanks to signings like they also got Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith for the offense. Kind of, sorry, keep back on track here. When Henry's healthy, he's good. Johnny Smith is a very good signing for them. Um, also got Trent Brown and David Andrews and Ted Karras for that offensive line. That offensive line is nasty. It's just, it's nasty right now, dude. I, I, wow, it's really good. Um, three guys last year were graded over 80 by PFF, while Brown and Andrews were both at 68.9 and 67.7, respectively. So... And then for the defense, Dietrich Wise resigned, Devon Godshaw, I love that signing, Montrevious Adams, Henry Anderson, two depth guys, Matt Judon to be a good, great, he's a good pass rusher for him, uh, linebacker Raquan McMillan, I like the deal, um, I like the uh, agreement there, I think he gives you a good kind of linebacker next to Hightower, um, then you got <clears throat> Kyle Van Noy, who I think it's interesting they got the comp pick for Noy, and they still get Noy. Um, so, that's kind of funny. Uh, they got cornerback Justin Bethel re-signed. I don't always like Justin Bethel. I think he's a pretty... He's, he is a solid corner. Nothing special, but he's, he's good depth behind guys. Uh, Jalen Mills, they're going to move him to safety, which I think is a much better fit for what he does. Um, his defensive back. Defensive back Cody Davis re-signed. And Nick Folk re-signed. So they've been very busy. I'm out of breath now. <laughs> they've been very, very busy. I'm trying to sound like a robot here, by the way. I'm trying to get more energy into my voice, but I don't want to be too loud because I'm kind of close to the mic. So, I mean, it's... I like the deals. I like them. I think that the Patriots have been have had the best offseason of all. I mean, I think that's not going to be a debatable topic there, that they've had the best offseason for any team. Um... I think they don't. I don't think they're going to get first place. I don't think they're. I don't think they're better than Buffalo. Um, I better than Miami. Their 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 ceiling is wild card. Um, and even then, I think Cam Newton's going to hold them back. And their draft capital consists of this: 
First round, pick 15. Second round, pick 46. Third round, pick 76, which was forfeited. Um, third round, pick 96, which is a comp pick. Fourth round, pick 120. Fourth round, 122 from Arizona, then via Houston. Fourth round, comp pick 139. Fifth round, comp pick 177. Sixth round, comp, sixth round pick 188 from Houston. Sixth round, pick 197. And seventh round, pick 242. So, I, and I by the way, I believe the fourth 139 is noise pick. I believe. I don't remember who. I don't know who the third round comp pick would be for. I'm trying to think. Maybe the third round comp picks for Noy. Whoever it's for, whichever one it is for Noy, they got him in the pick. So now to the last team in the AFC East, the New York Jets. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hit a couple of the big signings. Corey Davis finally gives Sam Darnold a good number one weapon. Carl Lawson gives you a great pass rusher next to Quinn Williams. Gerard Davis, I like the I like the linebacker depth, linebacker signing. Marcus May, guy one of the Cowboys to go after, stays in uh, New York, and the Marcus Joyner to pair with Marcus May. I li- I like the signings for the Jets. They're a team that has a chance to be. Their ceiling is maybe wild card. I mean, I I'm sorry, I hate to be hopeful for the Jets, but I mean, you know, two and fourteen, it's hard to be hopeful for them. But I think it was all Adam Gase. I think that Adam Gase is the most incompetent head coach to ever walk the face of the earth. So. I think that you've improved on him, and now you can go out there and maybe win a couple more games. I think they're ceiling seven and nine. I think I think they can improve to seven and nine um, going into this year. Their picks consist of not a whole lot. They have enough picks. First round pick number two. First round pick twenty three from Seattle in the Jamal Adams trade. If I know what the trade's for, then I'll tell you. If I don't, then I don't know. Second round pick number thirty four. Third round pick number sixty six. Third round, number 86 from Seattle. I'm guessing from the, you know, Dagum to my trade. Uh, fourth round, pick 107. Fifth round, pick 146. Fifth round, pick 154 from the Giants. That probably is from the Leonard Williams. I think, I think, it's, I think that's the Leonard Williams trade. And sixth round, 186. So the Jets have some capital to work with, have some players to work with, and I love Robert Saul as a head coach. So, all in all, the Jets have a pretty good team going in next year. All right, now to the AFC North. I'll start with Baltimore. They got Kevin Zietler to help protect Lamar Jackson. I love it. Defense Ventice Bowser resigned. Kind of, you couldn't afford to lose him when you lose Matt Judon. Uh, Pernell McPhee resigned again. You don't want to lose him in team Matt Judon. And Derek Wolf signed again. Another defensive lineman. Um, the Ravens are in an interesting position this year because you you have a good team. But you don't have a good team. And what I mean by this is you have a really solid team that, that went to the playoffs. I mean, you won 11 games, but yet you didn't have a single... You said your highest rated team was special teams at 10th. Your offense was 16th. Your defense was 13th. So you need to you need to fix some holes. You really... Patrick Queen... Was not a very high grade. He was he was graded high in certain areas. I think he's going to be a good linebacker. Don't worry if the grade is not. I, I didn't I, I didn't watch him every game, so I can't say a grade was good or bad or not. Um, they could probably use another wide receiver. Miles Boykin, Devin Duvernay. I mean, 
yeah, you probably need another receiver, honestly. Um, and there's some pretty good ones available for whatever pick you have, which if you look at what pick they have... Um, I attempted the parts of the Caribbean. Um, they have pick number 27. Guys that could be in that range. Kadarius Toney, uh, Rashawn Bateman maybe, uh, Rondale Moore. Uh, I love Terrence Marshall. So... There's some guys, and I, I think Kadarius Tony on this team would make the team completely unfair. They also got Josh Oliver in a trade. Like it. Um, I think you need to get Lamar. If you want to grow Lamar Jackson as a pass rusher, right? We, the talk has been, we want to grow him as a, as a pass, sorry, not a pass rusher, a passer. If you want to grow him as a passer, you need to get him some weapons. Marquise Brown is a solid receiver, but you need to get him some other weapons besides Marquise Brown. Um, you have J.K. You have a J.K. Dobbins is a solid running back. Mark Andrews is a good tight end. Your O line is very good. You need another weapon to give him on the outside. You need an outside receiver. Well, I, if they got Bateman, I think is the perfect fit for Baltimore. If he's not there, I like Terrence Marshall in the, in the second round for him. If he's still there, because I think he could go earlier. But I love Kadarius Tony. He is. Small, shifty here. Reminds me of a much better Miko Hardman. All right. Some people have said a smaller Dante. Some people have said Dante Hall. Um, I see. I say yes. He's all these things. He's fast. He can catch. He's, I mean, obviously receiver, but. You know what I'm trying to say? He's got good hands. He's good. good he's a pretty good route runner. I love Kadarius Tony, as a wide receiver. So, Baltimore, probably winning the division. The Bengals. They have improved drastically. Um, they got tackle Riley Reef. They got defensive line defensive end Trey Hendrickson. Larry Okunjobi signed. Chidobia Wuzier from the Cowboys. We're going to miss you. Um, Tony Brown, Mike Hilton. So Hilton and, and Wuzier provide you with two nice corners. You lose William Jackson, but and, and now you still, you still have the fifth overall pick. And... Look, looking at what Cincinnati has in the draft, and looking at what who's going to be available, I thought that Panay Sewell was going to be their guy. Now I'm wondering if they're going to go receiver. You know, I mean, you have to wonder these things. Are they going to go with a receiver potentially? I'm, I'm, I'm over here. I'm guessing at who Bengals are going to take because I, I was certain that it was going to be. Um, Penesol, the tackle out of Oregon. But now, I'm not sure who it's going to be. It could be a number of guys. And so, you've made some moves. You also have Trey Waynes. It's going to be interesting to see what they do in the draft. Jesse Bates is a great safety. So underrated. Um, maybe, they don't, maybe you don't go receiver. Maybe you still go tackle. Maybe you move Jordan Williams, Jonah Williams inside. Maybe you go Roshan Slater at five and shock the world. I mean, you have options after the Bengals, and I think that they could grow. I don't think Zach Taylor's their coach. I don't think he's a good coach. But I think he has the ability to get them where they need to go. Um, I'm going to kind of make this quicker, maybe a little bit quicker. Um, the Browns, Malcolm Smith re-signed, Malik Jackson, Tack McKinley, um, Rashard Higgins, John Johnson is kind of their big, shiny free agent along with Troy Hill. Two guys to help that secondary out. Um, I love the Browns as a team. I think that they, the Browns, ladies and gentlemen, 
the Browns have finally put a team that can win on the football field. I know it only took them, you know, years, many, 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 many years to put one of these teams on the field, but they finally did it. They did it. And they have a great coach in Kevin Stefanski, um, and they have a really good team. And I think what they what at at their draft position, which is twenty six, linebacker should be a focus. Um, I think if I think Taven Collins, Nick Bolton would be a fun addition. If you even want to go interior defensive lineman, you could go Christian Barmore if he's still there at twenty six. Um, maybe you go corner. I mean, you have. I mean, maybe when you want to go add another corner. I don't see that happening. No, now that I look at their team. No, that's that was dumb. Your offensive line drastically improved in a year. Um, Austin Hooper, Hunter Bryant, they have a very complete team. I love what the Browns are going to do next year. Um, Pittsburgh, re-signed Juju. He took a, with voidable years, he took a huge pay cut to return. Um, but I think it shows that he wants to win in Pittsburgh. So, I like the signing for Pittsburgh. They are making a dumb mistake. They're keeping Big Ben Roethlisberger. Now, as a young kid, you know, that young kid, all these good old quarterbacks, he's, you know, it's kind of sad to see him go, but they need to let him go. Let Big Ben go if you want to win. Big Ben is not your quarterback. I'm sorry. Um, Ray McLeod, I mean, they'd have, they've kind of had a pretty – Small offseason. Oh, sorry, Cleveland. Cleveland has picks, um, pick numbers. One, uh, round 126, 59, 89, 91 from New Orleans, 110 from Philadelphia, uh, 169 from the Rams, and 257 from the Buffalo Bills. So it's round one, two, one, two, two threes, two fours, a five, a six, and a seven. Um, and I think I missed ball. I think I missed Baltimore's picks too. Um, sorry about this. I my brain. Um, pick number fifty-eight, second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round. Pick eight, fifth round, one eighty-four comp, and sixth round. I'm not gonna say the exact numbers. I'm just gonna say the rounds, just because I make it a little bit quicker. You you can look it up yourself. Sorry, um, trying to waste too much of your time here. Um, and Pittsburgh, their team is, it's what, I mean, it's, I'm looking for words here because they have a good team, a good team, but a bad team. And they have some capital work with, uh, a one, a two, a three, two fours, one of those being a cop pick, a six rounder from Tampa Bay, seventh rounder from Miami, and a seventh rounder from Baltimore. So, you have... Some capital to work with, I guess. You just They're in a weird spot. They're in a very weird spot. Ah, the Texans, who've had a pretty busy offseason, too. Um, Tyrod Taylor, that makes Mark Ingram. Philip Lindsay, I like Philip Lindsay for them. Um, maybe like a one-year try and cash in next year kind of deal. Andre Roberts gives you kind of a weapon. Um, Dante Moncrief, veteran. Um, Pharaoh Brown, a great name. Uh, Marcus Cannon, I like the Cannon trade. Um, gives you another offensive tackle opposite of Laramie Tunzel. Um, unless you want to maybe even kick, you maybe could even kick Cannon in. You could probably kick Titus Howard inside. Uh, Shaq Lawson then got in the trade for McKinney. 
Um, Malik Collins, he provides some he provides some depth. Maybe Kamu Greer Hill, pretty pretty nice cheap cheap deal for them. Christian Kirksey, a guy one of the Cowboys to sign, and several corners: Desmond King, Terrence Mitchell, Vernon Hargraves. So a bunch of cheap a bunch of cheap corners that are gonna play some downs for you. I mean nothing nothing too special from Houston. Um, I feel so bad for Houston right now with the Deshaun Watson stuff. Look, I'm going to say he's innocent to proven guilty. I don't care if 50 women come forward. You have to provide me some evidence to prove he did it. I'm sorry. It's just personal opinion about something about this. Um, their first pick is in the third round, pick 67, because Bill O'Brien screwed that franchise. They have a fourth, uh, two-fifths, one of those being from New England, um, a sixth that was from Dallas via New England, a sixth from Washington via, El- via Las Vegas, via Miami, sixth-rounder, from New Orleans and a seventh rounder from Cincinnati. So a lot of their picks are they only have three picks that are actually theirs that they that the rest of them they've traded. So I kind of feel bad. Um, the Colts have had a very quiet offseason with the exception of two guys. They re-signed Marlon Mack and they traded for Carson Wentz. Ha ha ha! You're stuck with Wentz, but I think it's a good signing, a good trade for them because you get the guy where I thought he was going to go too. You get the quarterback that Frank Reich made into a good quarterback, and you don't have you have a two of you have first rounder, second rounder, fourth, fifth, sixth, and a seventh. So no comp picks. You just have six draft picks to work with here. Um, really, they they're, they're they're gonna have a quiet off season. Just kind of quietly gonna go in the next season. Um, Jacksonville has had a busy off season. Carlos Hyde, Philip Dorsett, Marvin Jones sign. I like, I like Marvin Jones. Gives you, gives Trevor Lawrence because we know that's where he's going. Um, a weapon. Cam Robinson signed. Dwayne Smoot, Jahad. Well, not Jahad. Jahad Ward's kind of big. They traded for Malcolm Brown. They signed Roy Robertson Harris. They signed Shaquille Griffin to opposite uh, C.J. Henderson, their new young corner. So, and they got Sidney Jones back. Urban Meyer's a good coach. We're going to see how he does in the NFL, though, because the NFL is a whole different monkey. So you, it's going to be interesting to see what he does in the NFL, but they're, they 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 got Trevor Lawrence, bro. I mean, they have the number one overall pick. They also have um, another 125 from the Rams. They have two seconds, one of those from Minnesota, a third, a fourth, and then another fourth from the Rams, a fifth, another fifth from Cleveland, and a seventh from Tennessee. There they have. Whew. Yeah. Man, they have a really good position. They're in a very good position to rapidly improve and become the force in the AFC South. I know, I know the Titans are there, but you lost Corey Davis and John o. Smith, so you better be looking at adding some weapons in the draft. Um, but they did add some players in free agency to the Titans. Jayon Brown came back. Bud Dupree came in a big five-year deal worth $85 million, or up to, but you know what I mean. Janoris Jenkins came on a multi-year deal. Uh, Kevin Johnson's one year. Jeff Swaim, Cowboy legend, and Anthony Ferkser. So some kind of guys trying to maybe replace Jonu Smith. Um, t- Tennessee, I like Tennessee because they, they're built like an old-school team. Good running back, pretty solid quarterback with some weapons around him. Um, but they have some draft capital. A first, a second, a third. A th- uh, pick number 100, third round comp pick. 
Fourth, fifth, sixth, sixth from Kansas City. Seventh that was from Atlanta to Miami to Tennessee. So Tennessee's got some... Tennessee has room to work with. They have money to work with. They have capital to work with. And I like what their team's going to look like next year. I'm excited to see what's going to look like next year. Moving on. <laughs> Trying to move kind of fast here. Uh, the Broncos. Justin Simmons, and they signed him to a four-year extension. Ronald Darby came on a three-year deal. Shelley Harris came on a three-year deal. Mike Boone, running back. So they have, so they acquired some de- some heavily some heavy defensive help. I love it. I think it's. I like that they made it a point to acquire more help on defense. Um, but I still don't know what their offense is going to be looking like because Drew Locke is one. You won five games with Locke. Because your offense is your problem. So you sign defensive guys, but your draft should probably be strictly offensive guys. Garrett Bowles finally developed. Um, Sutton and Judy are nice weapons. You need a quarterback. Sorry, that was loud. You need one. You need a quarterback. Please, sign one. And a running back. So I could, maybe Melvin Gordon, but you could draft one in like the second round, third round, because I have Mike Boone too. You just sign him, but you can always have running backs. You can always draft running backs late and find a guy that's pretty good. Um, but I, I like the, 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 the commitments of Harris, Darby, Simmons to their defense. Then we get Von Miller back. Of course, can't forget about Bradley Chubb. So, you know, I like I like the Broncos going into next year. Um, another talented team. I went over their did – I, I didn't go over their draft capital. Okay, they have pick. They have a first rounder, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth. Um, and three sevenths. One from the Giants and one from Cleveland. So, no comp picks, nothing like that. So, Denver has some... Again, they have resources to work with. They have things to work with. They have things to use, to build around. I could see them going Trey Lance at 9. I could see them going Justin Fields at 9 if he's there. I could see them going Mac Jones at 9 if he's there, which he should be. But, I could see them going in different ways. You could also draft a lineman. Rashawn Slater might be a guy at 9 for them, so it'd be interesting to see what the Broncos do. And we march on to the next team, the Kansas City Chiefs. The defending AFC champions and Super Bowl champions from a year ago. I just saved that one. Um, you add Joe Thune, or Tooney. I'm going to say it's Tooney. Um, yeah, gives you another left guard. You're also going to get Kyle Long. Um, to come play probably right guard for you if Renee Tardif does not come back, which he probably won't. You have Tyreek Hill. You have Miko Hardman. You want to see Watkins, so you could draft a receiver in the second or third round. You got Blake Bell back. You got um, also signed Mike Rimmers. You also re-signed Taco Charlton. You just kind of did some house cleaning, but Tooney was kind of your big fish free agent. And I, I like that from them. I like I like bolstering the offensive line, give Mahomes more protection. They also have some picks, a first, a second, a third, a fourth, another fourth comp pick, a fifth rounder, a fifth round comp pick, and a sixth rounder that was from Pittsburgh to Miami to Kansas City. I believe that's probably the Taco Charlton pick, potentially, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. We'll, we will, no, because they got Charlton. Well, yeah, because it would be, I don't know. No, it wouldn't be that. It, it would be for somebody, though. I'll figure it out. No, I won't. Um, 
really the Chiefs just kind of keep your roster together and draft a couple guys that might make it that'll make, that'll make some plays on Sundays and uh, run it back. Really, nothing to say about the Chiefs. Um, the Raiders. Uh, uh, you traded all your linemen. You got Richie Incognito back. Thought he was in the league. Um, Kenyon Drake, John Brown. Uh, you got Yannick Ngakwe. Gives you another great, another good pass rusher. You got Solomon Thomas, Quentin Jefferson. You got some players to bolster the defense. They still need some help um, if they want to be a contender. But I think the Raiders have a pretty good team. Eight and eight. You know, your offense, you need to improve your defense. Your offense looks to be pretty good, but it's your defense that's kind of holding you back. Um, you honestly could probably use one more safety. You could really use another point on the corner, maybe a linebacker, and maybe another pass rusher. Um, could all be needs for them. They still need linemen. They traded their right tackle. They don't, they don't really have a center, right guard, or right tackle. But guess what? Lucky for them, there's this thing called the NFL Draft where you can bolster your roster. And they have a couple picks. A first, a second, a third round from Arizona. I'm trying to remember where that one's from. Who would that be? Who would they trade to Arizona? Wait, that's Rodney Hudson. Right? Yeah. Uh, third round, another third rounder. A fourth from Las Vegas to Miami, back to Las Vegas. Um, then a fifth rounder from Miami, and a fifth rounder from Seattle, and a sixth rounder. So you have some picks to work with to add some players to help out your offensive line. Um, they're at, what, 17? Think Christian Derisaw, right, moving the right tackle. It's a good pickup for him. Next. <laughs> um, I love the Ngannikwe signing, though. Anyway, the Chargers. Jared Cook. Corey Lindsley. Corey Lindsley's going to be a... He, 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 I like they're signing a veteran center for Justin Herbert. I really like that. Um, well, I mean, well, I mean, you know, yeah, Herbert's your quarterback of the future. He's going to be your quarterback for the next 10 years, hopefully. And so getting him a, a center that's going to be there for five of those years is a very good option. You also got Michael Davis back. Um, Resign your kicker. You know, really... Cook provides a, a, a solid veteran weapon and kind of to replace Hunter Henry. Um, now let's look at their let's look at their uh, draft capital. See how much they got. They have some picks. First, second, two thirds. One was being a comp, a, comp, a third, a comp pick third, a fourth, fifth, sixth from Jacksonville to Tennessee to Chargers, and another sixth and a seventh. So you have some picks to work with. Again, you have some resources to pull from, to pull from, and draft some more talent. At 13, I could see them potentially going more offensive line, continuing to protect him, continuing to protect him, continuing to continuing to protect Justin Herbert, if I can speak the English language. That would help. Um, your defense is still pretty good. Maybe you sign on a corner or draft it. Maybe you draft a corner. Maybe if if both corners are available, maybe because I mean if there's a corner available for the Cowboys, they're taking one. Um, and if the other guy survives to you, that should be your pick. If not, um, oh, I'm gonna. I believe his name is Aliyah Vera Tucker. Aliyah Vera Tucker from USC. He's a, he's a lineman that can play anywhere. Um, 
a guy that I like for teams like this that could use a tackle or a guard um, is Trey Smith from Tennessee. Because if you watch him at the Senior Bowl, he matched up at tackle and he can play tackle. He can play guard. He can play center. He can play all five positions, in my opinion. So, if I'm talking too fast, trying not to, um, I don't know why I'm nervous. I'm not nervous. I just I feel like I'm talking too fast. Anyway, they have some, and Derwin James, Derwin James will be coming back for the Chargers. So, Joey Bosa, you have players that can provide something for your team and maybe hopefully get you back to being a contender. Not that they're not a contender, but get you back to being more of a contender. Okay, now it's time for my team, the Dallas Cowboys, moving on to the NFC. The big thing with the Cowboys is the Dak Prescott signing, which I have not talked about yet. Four years, $160 million. People stop saying it's a bad deal. It's a great deal. Um, you have His cap is only going to be $22 million this year. For those of you saying that it's too much money, guess what? The cap, room, the cap space is about to go completely and skyrocketing up. Quit whining. You don't build teams like you know, like you built them in the '70s. You build teams like you build them now, and that's that's you get yourself the best one of the best quarterbacks on the market. Oh, it's a lot to get off my chest. Um, <laughs> it, it, I know that's an average quarterback. You know, I've seen Steeler fans on Twitter talking about. I've seen people on Twitter, you know, oh, Dak's average. Yeah, who's your quarterback? Unless it's Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or Josh Allen. Or uh, Deshaun Watson, maybe you're not better than Dak Prescott. I'm sorry, he's a top ten quarterback, probably top eight, maybe even top five. Depends on you know who you're talking to and what you're looking at. I'm sorry, he is. If you don't like it, then you don't know football. I mean, it, it, he it's clear he's an above average quarterback, and it's clear that he's either on the cusp of or already is elite. I think that when we when the Cowboys lead the league in scoring. This next season, you will see that that he's that he's that he's not an average quarterback. We also signed Ty and Secchi to give yourself a backup tackle. Carlos Watkins, depth. Brent Urban, great run stuffer depth. Terrell Basham, depth. T.J. Goodwin, great special teamers. Jordan Lewis, your new, your, your 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 nickel corner. Jake McQuaid. I hate to see the LP go. LP Lotus here. We're sad. And then this morning, I woke up to the news. Well, I didn't wake up to it, but I saw the news that, guess what? Keanu Neal is coming to Dallas. I could not be more happy that they're... And see, I can talk more about the Cowboys because I actually watch the Cowboys every single game. I know the team in, inwards, in, backwards and forwards. They're going to probably move him to linebacker, which I love. They tried to move Darian Thompson to linebacker, have him play that big nickel. He couldn't do it because it doesn't fit that role, but Keanu Neal can fit that role. And so I like it. There's also uh, rumors that we're looking at. We're bringing in Malik Hooker and DeMonte Casey in next week for a visit. Sign both of them. What the heck? I mean, I like both those safeties. If you sign one, you're not, you're not done. You're still running to draft one. Maybe you don't draft one in the second round, but maybe you draft one in the third round now. I'm just saying. Because Hooker's always injured, and I don't want that to be your only safety, and now Darian Thompson becomes your starting guy. That just doesn't work for me. But I love Malik Hooker. If you got Hooker and you didn't get Casey, fine. You get both, you get Casey, fine. You get both, awesome. Get one of them. I don't care which one. 
Obviously, I'd rather have Milk Hooker. But if you get KZ, I'm not mad. I mean, I imagine they probably will get him, and they probably, and I'm hoping they get Hooker though. He's the guy I want. I know he's always injured, but he's still a pretty, he's still a pretty dang good safety. The Cowboys finally they have a lot of draft capital. They have ten picks to work with. Um, a first rounder, a second, a third, third comp, fourth, fourth comp, fifth comp, sixth from Detroit, which is the Everson Griffin pick, sixth comp, and a seventh. They have four comp picks. A lot of picks coming Dallas's way, and I love Will McClay. Time to bolster our team and go get a Super Bowl, and probably go nine and seven. But you know what? Hey, we have our quarterback back. We have our offensive line back. We're ready to make a push for the playoffs. Not Super Bowl, playoffs. The Giants, uh, big news today. They signed Kenny Galladay to finally get Darren Jones a good number one weapon. They signed John Ross. They re-signed Leonard Williams. They got Reggie Ragland, Kyle Rudolph. So they've made it a point to go out and get Daniel Jones some weapons this offseason. Um, and, I, and I like that from the Giants. Um, taking my bias hat, take my, my my Cowboys bias will be leaving the room for the next three teams. I like this from the Giants. I think it provides you with another 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 one weapon. It takes the pressure off Saquon Barkley having to be the number one focal point of the offense, but he still he still will be the focal point of the offense. But they don't have a lot of picks. Where they only have, they only have six picks to work with. That sounds like a lot, but it's it's still six. A first, a second, a third, a fourth, and two sixths. One from Arizona. So. Some picks to work with. You spent some money in free agency. Um, now it's time to go back in. They were very close to a division championship last year due to the NFC at least. But people sleeping on the NFC East this year. Giants have improved. Football team has drastically improved. The Eagles have regressed. So ha, 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 ha. Um, speaking of the Eagles, Hassan Ridgeway, Andrew Adams, and Anthony Harris. And by the way, I hate that Anthony Harris signed with the Eagles. I wanted him from the Cowboys. But... It's okay. He'll probably intercept Prescott four times in a game, you know, with our luck. But hey, it's it's, it's, it's oh, I'm crying over here. Um, the Eagles. I love to see them because they're they're crumbling, and my Cowboys fandom is loving it because they're gonna suck for the next several years. Because <laughs> Jalen Hurts is not your quarterback, but they think he is. Oh my gosh. Um, he t- he's a turnover machine, but the one silver lining for Eagles fans, you have a crap ton of picks. A first, a second, two-thirds, one from Indianapolis, two-fifths, one from Dallas, which was the trade from Tyler Biedich last year. Um, a sixth-rounder, two sixth-round comp picks, and two seventh-rounders, one from San Francisco. That's 11 draft picks, ladies and gentlemen. That's a lot of, uh, that's a whole, uh, that's a whole team right there. They're going to get the pick. Um, so I liked the Eagles' chances at hopefully maybe not screwing up this draft. The football team have been very busy in free agency. They uh, tagged Brandon Sheriff. They signed Curtis Samuel, Lamar Miller, and they signed William Jackson. Jackson's going to replace Ron Darby. He's better than Darby. Um, but the football team is going to be a very good team next year. They are – it's tough because I think they have a better overall team than Dallas, but I also think that we have a better quarterback because they have Ryan Fitzpatrick as your new quarterback. Not that Fitzpatrick is a bad quarterback, but he's maybe slightly above average. I'm sorry. And Washington does have some picks. A first, a second, a third from San Francisco, another third, fourth, fifth, seventh from Las Vegas, and a seventh. So they have some picks to work with, um, some more capital to flush the team with some more talent, and maybe 
Get yourself a quarterback. I think that it works for them. I think it's what they should do. Okay, sorry. What do I think? Sorry, sorry. That was me trying to. That was my brain trying to ask it a question. What do I think they should do? Probably sign. Not sign. Not not sign. Most likely, you want to draft. Um, and your defense is fine. Uh, maybe you want to draft another weapon. Maybe yeah, you want to draft a lineman. Maybe you want to draft uh, a linebacker. I mean, they have a pretty complete team. Um, I think that they like a lot of their players, and I think that they have the pieces to go and really contend for a, a championship. The problem is they just need a quarterback, and I just I don't see Ryan Fitzpatrick as that quarterback. I'm sorry, I just don't I just don't see it. I don't see Fitzpatrick as like a franchise guy. That that's just personal opinion, but I mean, whatever. All right, um, NFC North, the Bears. The Bears. I'm sorry, Andy Dalton. Okay, you can have him. We'll take our comp pick. You tagged on Robinson. Um, you couldn't get Kenny Galladay. Hmm, wonder why. You got um, Marlon Edwards. You got Desmond Trufant. You cut Kyle Fuller. The Bears are going to be bad. The Bears are going to be the bad. They're, I mean, they're, that was horrible. But the point is, is they're not going to be a very good football team. They don't have that many weapons. I mean, well, not weapons. They don't, they don't have that many good players. Khalil Mack, he's good, obviously, he's Khalil Mack. He's really good, uh, probably a Hall of Famer one day. Allen Robinson, um, I'm struggling to find other players that are worthy of, that are going to help you win football games. Dalton is a nice quarterback, he's average, your defense is really good, you know? I mean, you still have, uh, you still have Eddie Jackson, right? Um... Right? You don't have much else on this football team. Cody Whitehair is not a bad guy. Anthony Miller trying to trade him. Uh, you don't have much guys, many players that are good. And it's not like you have an abundance of draft picks. A first, a second, a third, a fifth, a sixth, a sixth from Miami, and two six-round comp picks. It's not like you have a lot of high-dollar picks to be working with here. Um... Anyway, uh, the Lions have had an interesting offseason. They traded Matthew Stafford. They acquired Jared Goff. Don't know why you would do that, but okay, cool. But you also got a third-rounder and two first-round picks. Not this year, but the next two years after this year. I like that. I like the Lions at least acquired picks to acquire. Acquired picks to acquire. They acquired picks to work with. Um, Tyra Williams, Jamal Williams. I like Jamal Williams. I like that signing for them. Uh, Romeo Quara, Michael Brockers came over to trade. So they're at least, they're trending in the right direction, Detroit. But they're not ready to contend just yet. I think they might have a good coach in Dan Campbell. But um, a first, a second, a third, a third from the Rams. That's a cop pick. And a fourth and a fifth. So you have some picks to use to help out your team. Um, maybe build around Jared Goff. I mean, I really see them drafting a receiver in the first round. I don't see them going any other direction than receiver because you lost Jones and Galladay, and you probably want to get Jared Goff a weapon. It's not named Brashad Perryman or Tyrell Williams. So, all in all, it's going to be a good— it, it's going to be interesting offseason, the rest of the offseason for, for the Lions. The Packers have made one move, Aaron Jones, re-signing him to a good deal. I think it's a great deal for the Packers. It's team-friendly, and it gets you— you're running back. 
Packers, listen to me. Draft a receiver. I love Devontae Adams. He's a great... But... you got to draft somebody that's going to help out Aaron Rodgers. Your defense... At least draft someone who's going to make an impact on your team this year. Don't draft like Jordan Love. Uh, maybe a left guard. Maybe you want to draft another receiver. I mean, Alan Lazard's fine and Devin Funches is okay, but really and truly, you probably should go with someone like Kadarius Toney or Bateman or something like that that's on the board. You could probably use a, you could really use a linebacker. Sign a guy, draft a guy that's going to help out Aaron Rodgers. Okay? Don't draft his replacement. Idiots. Um, the Vikings have made Dalvin Tomlinson, Patrick Peterson. They're, they, what was once a really good team is now just a team that looks like they're just trying to remain relevant, unfortunately. Um, they're, they're, they have some talent, and they have a lot of picks to work with. They forfeited their seventh rounder, but they have a one, two threes, one from Baltimore, three fours, one from Chicago, one from Buffalo, Oh, sorry. Sorry. Four fours, one of them being another one being a comp pick. Two fifths, one from Baltimore. A sixth, another six-round comp pick. So they have a lot of picks. So you could so you could add some more talent to this football team, but really it, one draft's probably gonna turn around unless you like hit on a, on half those guys. Um, which the odds of that happening is, you know, I mean you, you you'd like to do that. But you're you're not better than the Packers. And so you're probably going to be second by default because you're better than the Bears and you're maybe better than the Lions. So, hmm. Interesting to see what they do in the off. Interesting to see who they draft. Um, moving on to my next team. The Falcons. I'm not even going to talk about them. Sorry. Um, they have had literally no one that is worthy. Brandon Copeland. They haven't signed them any guys. Atlanta is in a very weird position right now where they have a new head coach. You don't have much talent on your football team. You have some picks to work with, a one, two, three, four, five. Two fifth-round comp picks back-to-back, in fact. A sixth-rounder and another sixth-round comp pick. So three comp picks, but, I mean, you don't really have a good team. You have good receivers and an okay quarterback and a high pick, but... How much I was working for you there. Panthers, I love Matt Rule. He's building up he's building a program in the NFL here. Um, Taylor Moten got the franchise tag. I think they'll get a deal for him by July. Um Denzel Perryman came to a two year deal. He's on Reddick. They're acquiring players to help out this defense. I think that a lot of Jeremy Chin, I think, you know, he's gonna come back this year and he's gonna be a lot better, I think. Um you're acquiring players that are going to fit a role. They're going to help your football team. And I love Matt Rule. I love the Panthers because of Matt Rule. He's building a program in the NFL I think is geared toward winning. Um, and I think that the you're going you're to be patient with him because it's not going to happen in one year, but I think it's going to happen over several years. He's going to build a team. You have you still have DJ Moore. You have Robbie Anderson. Maybe you draft a receiver because, um, I mean, I like David Moore, but he has a pretty good grade. But... Not not what you want. You maybe draft another offensive lineman. Could be a big need for them. 
Um, maybe you, and maybe you go quarterback. You still have a lot of holes in this team, but you're filling holes. Okay, you're filling holes that your team has, and I like that. Um, going to now the Saints. First of all, thank you, Drew Brees, for everything you did for the game of football. They got Marcus Williams. They're in cap hell right now pretty much because they win a win-now attitude, and it's killing them, and they can't resign really any of their guys, and it kind of sucks. But you went all in. It didn't work. Now you're screwed for the next several, for the next couple years. Ha-ha. I mean, again, they're kind of stuck. They have some draft picks, a first, second, third-round comp, third-round, fourth-round, sixth-round comp, seventh from Jacksonville, seventh round. Um, it gave me interesting to see what they do. Because you can't, you can't really resign too many guys on, on you know, big contracts. James Hurst got a three-year deal. But really, P.J. Williams got a one-year. Not much else working with his football team. The reigning, defending champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you got Godwin back, Gronkowski's back, Barrett's back, David's back. You're probably losing Dominic and Sue. But, oh, oh, guess just what? You're going you're gonna to get picks. You still have picks to work with, Tampa Bay. You're in a good position with Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady as your quarterback. You can win. You don't need these draft picks. You got a first, a second, a third, a fourth, fifth, sixth round comp, seventh round from Pittsburgh, seventh round. You have some picks to work with. Three in the top 100, of course. You have draft picks to push this team over the edge and become a dynasty. Because you got Barrett for the next four years. You got you got Godwin for at least this year, and I think they'll get a, a deal done potentially. You have team that's going to go probably back to Super Bowl, and they have a chance to repeat. Really good chance to repeat. Um, and of course, the greatest Mister Irrelevant resigned Ryan Suckup. Oh, I'm out of breath for doing this. There are four more teams to get to. The Cardinals flushing their team with. Good players. I mean, A.J. Green, Kelvin Beecham, Rodney Hudson, Marcus Golden, J.J. Watt, Robert Alford. You're acquiring some some key role players like Alford, but you're also and Golden, but you're also getting guys like J.J. Watt and Rodney Hudson, who are going to drastically help out your football team. And along with those guys, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. I think they're going to the playoffs next year. I think that they're going. I think they're gonna probably lose in the divisional round. That's my prediction. Quick, quick prediction for them. They only have five draft picks: a one, a two, a five, and two sevenths, one from Las Vegas. So you don't have a lot of draft picks to work with. But you have that first round pick. You still have a first and a second round. So that's good. Uh, the Rams got Matthew Stafford. You have a lot, but you got to get a better quarterback. And Leonard Floyd signed a four-year contract with him. So you help out your defense. Um, and you get yourself a better quarterback. With the number one defense in the NFL, they have a really good chance at going back to the playoffs and being a lot better, um, especially since they have draft picks to work with. A two, they don't have a lot of, they don't, they don't have, they, well, I'm talking way too fast. They don't have a lot of draft picks to work with. A two, two threes, a fourth round comp, sorry for that, a sixth and a seventh. So be interesting to see what they're able to do with those picks. It was they don't have a lot, but they have picks to work with and they have the ability to 
win some more football games and be a better team. The Niners, they have their injuries are coming back. They got Trent Williams back. Kyle Juszczyk came back. Alex Mack came over. Emmanuel Mosley, Jason Verrett stays. So you have a team that can go back. That was in the Super Bowl just a year ago. That can get back there and... In your draft, then the capital they have to work with in the draft um, is a decent amount. A first, a second, a third, fourth, fifth, fifth from New Orleans, fifth comp, sixth, and a seventh from the Jets. So, all in all, they have a chance to come back, have a good, have a great comeback year, and make a big push. And the last team that I'm talking about is the Seattle Seahawks. Gabe Jackson came over in, in a deal, um, in a trade with the Raiders. Chris Carson's on the two-year deal. Puna Ford, nose tackle, came over. Al Akelow, Akelow Witherspoon, Akello signed a four-year deal. So I, whoa, one-year deal, one-year deal, one-year deal. And Gerald Everett came over. So I like some of these moves that, that the Seahawks have been making. The only problem is, is they are without their first-round pick. They do not have one because their first-round pick is Jamal Adams. But, who was their best pass rusher? But, they only have, oh my gosh, three draft picks. A second, a fourth, and a seventh. Those are, so, and they have not made too many signings. Russell Wilson needs to get out of there. <laughs> um, they don't have much capital work, but they have a good receiving core. They're rebuilding their offensive line. Um, They have no draft picks to work with, dude. This is bad for the Seahawks. They better make that second round. They better make those three picks count. So, I know that I talked pretty fast through that. This is a very long episode. Uh, It had to be. I'm I'm back. So, over the next week or two, I'm going to be evaluating draft players, and I'm hopefully going to be getting you Kind of the you know what I'll go I'll go over my my top my big board right now but I'm not going over the all 300 players obviously I can't do that so I will give you my top 32 players okay which are you know first round players so this is not probably I mean I believe this is this is probably my final top 32 you know I'll give you my top 35 players I think that's better. Um, by the way, I was scouting some corners last night. If he ought to, Melifonwu is a good corner. I like him. I have him at 40. Uh, just some kind of notes here. Um, I found a corner from Kentucky, Kelvin Joseph. PFF doesn't even have him on their draft board. I saw him on the draft network. And I had to go watch him film. This dude shut down. This dude played well against Alabama. I mean, he had a, he had a good pick. Um, he And... He's, he looks, he's inexperienced, but he looks like he could be a pretty good player. Anyway, here it is. Trevor Lawrence, number one. Panay Sewell, tackle Oregon. Devonta Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. Mika Parsons, linebacker, Penn State. Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman, because he could play anywhere, Northwestern. Patrick Sertan, corner, Alabama. 
Um, Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. By the way, we're at 13. Sorry, 14. Quiddy Pay, edge from Michigan. 15, Christian Derisaw, tackle from Virginia Tech. 16, Christian Barmore, interior defensive uh, tackle, Alabama. 17, Aziz Ojolari, edge, Georgia. 18, Gregory Rousseau, edge, Miami. 19, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, linebacker, Notre Dame. 20, Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama. 21, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. 22, Alija Vera Tucker, interior offensive lineman, USC. 23, Kadarius Toney, wide receiver, Florida. 24, J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina. 25, Trevon Morig, safety, TCU. 26, Nick Bolton, linebacker, Missouri. And I'm like, now I'm going to stop saying the numbers because I'm taking too much time. So never mind. 27, Jason Owe, uh, edge rusher, Penn State. 28, Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback, Florida State. 29, Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Ole Miss. I'm very high on Elijah Moore. Um, 30, Tevin Jenkins, tackle, Oklahoma State. 31, Jalen Phillips, edge, Miami. 32, Terrence Marshall Jr., wide receiver out of LSU. 33, I have Najee Harris, running back, Alabama. At 34, I have Zayvon Collins, linebacker, Tulsa. 35, Travis Etienne, running back, Clemson. By the way, if you want to stop the video, I would not blame you, but I'm going to go to 50 because why not? I'm going to go a little quicker. Um, I'm going to stop. I'm at 36. I'm going to just say player, college, uh, school. I'm not going to say it so slow. I'm saying it slow so I don't say it fast and mispronounce their name. Uh, Baron Browning, linebacker, Ohio State. Javante Williams, running back, North Carolina. Rondale Moore, wide receiver, Purdue. Ardarius Washington, safety, TCU. Ifiatu Melifonwu, uh, cornerback, Syracuse. Kyle Trask, quarterback, cor- quarter, quarter. The guy that throws the ball. Florida. Jalen Mayfield, tackle, Michigan. Samuel Cosby, tackle Texas. Dylan Reduns, tackle North Dakota State. By the way, now we're getting into guys that are going to change eventually. This is kind of like quick where I put them. Uh, Greg Newsom, corner, Northwestern. Joe Tryon, edge, Washington. Andre Sisco, safety, Syracuse. Liam Etchenberg, tackle, Notre Dame. Levi Onuzariki, defensive lineman, Washington. And Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle, Alabama. And now we're going to look for 300. No. All right. Thank you guys for listening to my top 50 guys on the big board. Um, doing a new mock draft very soon. More player evaluations coming today. Um, I, hope, I hope to hear you guys. Hope to see you guys or have you guys listen to this podcast um, again. I know this is a long episode. Um, my next podcast episode will probably be if any big moves happened, talk about them. If they haven't. All draft. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.